0: Okay, welcome to the best bits of The Run Home. It's a Thursday. There was no Joel Kane. It was just me and James Magnuson, the missile. And look, I've worked with him before, but I didn't really get to know him. But we peeled back the curtain and we got to know the missile. Now, yesterday, Gibbo, in the uh, first seg, as we like to call this in, in radio parlance, mm-hmm. Joel did a new segment called Getting to Know Barney.
1: Yeah, it, it, it actually was, went well. Yeah,
0: it was quite interesting. Mm. So I'm wondering, can I do one?
1: Well, Fletch, mate, as Drew as Drew Hutchinson of today, I will give you creative license okay. to do whatever you like within Thank the you. constructs of the ACMA media laws. So yeah, mate, you take it away.
0: Okay, so I better put this beer down. Uh, <laughs> okay, oh. so premium tees without the price tag, perla.com These are these t shirts that are just fantastic. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna Beautiful. get you one. So let's get this a uh, new segment, getting to know missile. No sting. Mm. What about just that? I, I want you to like me for me, not because I have a penis. There we go. There's my, uh, there's Miss there's, there's uh intro. Now, Miss oh. I don't know if you've, did you hear
1: that? I uh, married at first sight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah just so hear him, him again. him <laughs> again.
0: I want you to like me for me, not because I have a penis. Okay, there we go.
1: Okay, so can I ask you this?
0: How was your transition out of the pool? We know what you did uh, in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Point oh. zero, zero, 0.001 of a second you're out of the gold medal yeah thank god for us that you came second because you wouldn't be here (laughs) (laughs) because if you were if you you were saying i'd be on fm (laughs) no you you would be next level you'd be in the states you'd be just cruising Uh, around did you struggle with the transition i know it's happened to a few rugby league players they've come out publicly and said it was it was hard because that's all you've they've ever known
1: yeah i think the hardest thing about swimming was uh, i was so micromanaged every minute of my day you know i was told when to wake up what to eat what to drink when to train R- really from so you were t- married yeah yeah right okay <laughs> really from the time i was probably 16 um so i retired at 28 and just that f- that first day you wake up and go what do I do? And I didn't. I didn't have a degree. hadn't done university. Didn't have a job. Didn't really know what I wanted to do either. Did I you have a manager? Had a manager. Yeah. And so I had like commercial deals and all that stuff. It, it, it wasn't that. Um, and the other thing was, I was like, well, I was thinking like I might never work here. I might mm. just not work. That might be like that might be me.
0: What well, that crossed your mind?
1: Yeah. I well, I thought when I retired, I was like, I remember. Um, my mates asked me, what are you gonna do? And I said, oh, I might like I'm gonna take up golf and surfing and that'll that'll be me. And didn't realise that you need something to get you out of bed every day. I just thought I could be a man of leisure and just retire. But so financially you were sweet? I was well, for the first couple of years I was sweet. Yeah. And then I I realized, you know, that to live a certain lifestyle you gotta you gotta have income coming in. And yeah. and I, I when I retired I still had plenty of commercial deals and that sort of stuff. So money, it wasn't about money. It was the reason that I started looking for a job and stuff was more about I needed some drive. I needed some motivation in my life because I was just, it's so easy to turn into a slop really quickly. (laughs) You just wake up and go, I don't need to get up now. And you just go back to sleep. And then all of a sudden it's like 9am and you're like, what am I doing with myself? Did you feel
0: guilty? Yeah. Because you strike me as someone now Mm. that you need to train. Yeah, do you, do you need to get out there and Yeah, have yeah, a sweat? big time and
1: so like when I retired from swimming I tried just, you know, going down to the gym on my own. And again, when you come through institutes of sport and all that stuff, you're always being told what to do, what to lift, when to do it. Um so I tried just going to the gym on my own. I wasn't very motivated. So that's why I started sort of the training I do now, which is more like class type training where you've got a coach there telling you what to do. It's much more structured. But it was, that was pretty much the biggest thing for me in retirement was all the structure was taken away. Mm. Um, you know, I could I could go out and party on a Tuesday night, for example. So if the opportunity ever arose, someone was like, you want to go out? I'm like, yeah, why not? And So I'm going out Tuesday, I'm going out Thursday. Like just no structure in my life whatsoever. And it like spun me out pretty did, good.
0: Did you have like an entourage? Like did you have guys that when you look back
1: on it now, yeah. that they were just using it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Can we, I, I, can we, um, can we name it? <laughs> no, I think I, I had a, I had a lot of hanger oners, um, and they're more just the ones that want to skip the line to get an Ivy pool and all that sort of stuff. You know, they want they want all the benefits mm-hmm. of the bright lights and uh, you know going to awards nights or you know season launches or all that fun stuff. Yeah. And it's 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 the most grouse position for them because they don't have any responsibility. No. So sometimes you're going to it and you got to speak or you got to cut the red tape or whatever, and they're just there, partying. Full, full of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when in in hindsight, I had a lot of those people in my life, but they dwindle away pretty quickly when you retire.
0: So are you happy now? Are you happy doing what you're doing with the yeah? I stuff? think
1: I think this past eighteen months, I'm probably the happiest I've been since retirement, just because I've got. Um, got plenty of purpose. I've opened a gym now. Um, so I'm quite driven and that's very social as well. I'm meeting a lot of new people, made the move to to Bondi, which has been a huge lifestyle change for me and something that I didn't, I probably didn't realize I needed, um, until I, I made the change. So I grew up in Port Macquarie, mm. spent my life at the beach, spent much more time at the beach than the swimming pool and was living in the inner West in Sydney because I needed to be close to, to homebush and stuff. And I think it probably had an effect on my mental health as well. Oh, okay. Space. Yeah. Like I'll go for a swim at least, at least once a day now down at the beach, if not twice a day.
0: You're like Gibbo. Yeah. Gibbo's been out in the water for the last 16
1: Yes, weeks. 16 days. 16 days, sorry. 16 days straight. Yeah, trying to do a 60-day challenge every day in the water. Yeah, okay. Just something to do. I couldn't do 75 hard, so that was the other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you. yeah, it must be so hard though when you – Come out of that environment for you, Miss Old, to then just mm. keep going and chugging along. Well, you just go like my whole purpose, right, was to be the best swimmer in the world, and then I retire. And I'm like, what now? Like, do I want to be the best in the world at something? Do I want to be the best business? And 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 a lot of those goals are somewhat unrealistic when you step away from your speciality. Like, what do I step out of swimming and go? I want to be the best businessman in the world. Like, what? How do you measure that? Yeah, yeah. What am I? What am I doing now? My sport was so easy that all I had to do was go up and back and be the best at it. Mm. And it's when it's that specific and that um, it's also that uh, objective. Like there's no smoke and mirrors of have you been successful? Have you not? It's like boom, touch the wall. It's a bloody simple sport, but it's very rewarding and very easy to prepare for.
0: Why do? I mean, we've had swimmers play Mm. up, you know. I suppose rugby league players have as well, but I suppose it's more concentrated because there's not many of, of you guys yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. Where does that come from? Is that because of the boredom or is that what you're saying? I, look, you're, I
1: think um, I had a, always had a little bit of carry on in me. Yeah. Just, you know, how some people have, some people haven't. Um, Anyone ever job you? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Someone job you, like out?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one at Kings Cross one night. Um must have been that long after the Olympics, and I was at i uh, – I'd been at a wedding um, for someone in our support crew at, at, on the swim team, and I was with my swimming coach, and a bloke, a bloke went me just in the line to get drinks in King's Cross, just what? ripped into it. And said what? Just hit you? Yeah, well, he just started spraying me, and I just, I just told him where to go, and then, he, and then it was on.
0: Yeah, because who was yeah. the swimmers that got into a blue? They fought each other, though, Nick Darcy, was it
1: Nick Darcy? Yeah, Nick Darcy. Um, yeah, got a and of Simon Cow. Yeah, I heard his story once. They reckon Nick Darcy dusted three Iron Men in in one night. Like the guys that were on, you know, the TV, the NutriGrain series. Wouldn't have been yeah. Dwayne.
0: Wouldn't have been Dwayne tires
1: Wouldn't have been Alistair Day either. Yeah. And it would have. would have been Alistair Day. Nah. Come on, Clint Kimmons as well. Couldn't have been him.
0: Wouldn't have been Trevor Handy. <laughs> Might have been um,
1: Kai Hurst. Kai Hurst, yeah, okay. He was a swimmer. Yeah, he's swimming as well. Well,
0: I think we've got to get to a break, but uh, look and feel your best with Perla tees, premium tees without the price tag, Perla.com. Welcome back to the best of the run home. Now, Lockie Swinton, he is a gun for the Waratahs. We caught up with
1: him and we're looking forward to watching him go round in a couple of weeks. Fletch. This man made his debut in 2018 for the Waratahs against the Hurricanes at Brookvale Oval. Brookie. Played for Sydney Uni in the Shoot Shield. Got a BuildCorp tattoo on his ass following winning the comp. Uh, he's our man on the line. He's debuted for the Wallabies as well. It is Lachlan Swinton. Lockie, welcome to the show. Hey, lads.
0: How are oh yeah. you? Going good, lucky Now, first of all, how's the shoulder, mate? So, I know you had a bit of an issue with the nerve damage, but it's, it's uh, obviously it's all come good.
2: Yeah, no, no, it's good, thanks. Um, yeah, it was a bit touch and go for a bit there, but um, it's amazing what um, what doctors can do these days. So um, got it up about seven and a half months ago, so it's starting to show positive signs now.
0: So what had happened, mate? Was it making a tackle or were you attacking? What was
2: happening? No, no, I was making a tackle on one of the Fijian blokes. So built built of granite, as yeah. I'm sure you know. Yeah. And um, and did a sublux, and um, just the nerve in my shoulder just kind of um switched off. So uh, it's, it's all um it's all on the all behind me now. So um yeah, just looking forward, and um,
1: it's starting to switch back on, which is good. Lockie, I'm fascinated by all this chat at the moment in rugby about changing the height of uh, tackling to below. The chest below the waist below the torso I, I I don't know where it's going to end up what are your thoughts on on the rule changes um yeah
2: I, well i think um changing it below below the waist for i think uh england um uh, amateur level we're implementing that i think for that to come into a professional level is um yeah that's that wouldn't be good for the sport um it's it's a, it is a combat collision sport, so to kind of take that element um, out of it would be, I reckon, a big loss for the game. Um, so yeah, I reckon I reckon the below the below the below the hips is a bit of, a big carry on. I reckon to be honest.
0: Now, Lockie, you're in uh, esteemed company here. You got a, you got red carded yeah. on debut, along with a bloke called Lionel Messi was also red carded <laughs> on his debut for Argentina. That we've scoured the we've obviously scoured the internet and it's only you two.
2: You're yeah, in, two of the greats. Two, two, of, the, the
0: two <laughs> of the absolute greats. What happened with your red card, mate? What did you do? <laughs>
2: uh, um Oh, I just it was just off a kickoff, so um yeah, it just came in pretty hot. Um <laughs> didn't slow my yeah didn't slam my feet down uh correctly and then um uh, I think we both just kind of collided and um a bit of head contact, so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went to the bin and, um,
1: yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a, bit of a bittersweet night for me, that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all up from there. Now on our intro here, this, I mean, Gibbo, our producer here has uh, given me these notes and it's in your intro that you've got a BuildCorp tattoo on your ass after winning the comp in 2019. <laughs> How is that public yeah. knowledge?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Someone snitched me in there, I think, to Sydney Morning Herald, um, so, yeah, they've leaked that. But um, that's all good. I do have a tattoo on my ass, and I mm. hopefully will get um get our new sponsor, NRI. A shout out. Hopefully get that on my other cheek. The end of the get it, so, mate, I'm
0: hearing that you tried to get – well, you did get the tattoo from Bill Corp because you were hoping to get a job with him uh, when you finished uh, – when you retired from, from Rugby Union. Is that still the case?
2: Um, I hope so. Yeah. I hope um, – Hope they don't just stick me as a degenerate or something, but uh, hopefully they'll have me have me in the mix, um, operating some cranes or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Mate, what about the Brumbies? Is on, on uh, next Friday. Actually, um, how are they shaping up?
2: Yeah, no, we've been prepping really well. Um, we've just had uh, two trials, um, so we've got uh got, got this weekend off. Or no, sorry, there's uh, still a trial against um. Yeah, doing like a shoot shield combination team, um, and then and then yeah, we roll into next week on Friday night. So we've been prepping really well. Um, obviously, new stadium um, round one for us. It's a, it's a very big deal to kind of um, kick kick things off in the right sort of uh, fashion and um, get the ball rolling um, at our at our new home ground.
0: Lockies, it always been rugby union. Do you ever dabble in league AFL, badminton?
2: <laughs> um, uh oh, yeah, I had a bit of dabble in AFL and um yeah, no no league unfortunately, Fletch. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, no, nah, but uh it's always kind of a thing in the back of mind. that never gave it a crack. Um but but yeah, no no league.
0: Now a former teammate of mine, Peter Jorgensen, his son, the whiz kid, young Max Jorgensen, I understand that he's been um uh, terrific at training. Can you see him making his debut round one?
2: He's certainly in the mix, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, he we, we've had two trials, as I said, and um, yeah, he's he's proved that Um, he's got what it takes against um, because he's just kind of, out of school, so yeah. I don't think he's played much footy uh, against men, I guess. Um, so he's definitely proved that he can do that. I think he scored a, a cracker of a try against the Reds on the weekend, and um, and did someone dirty inside out and went under the stick. So it was really impressive just seeing. The really raw talent he's got, so definitely in the mix and keen to, keen to uh, see, see how that unfolds.
0: Yeah, because I know he had rugby league clubs chasing him and the great, Laurie Daly, yeah. the great Laurie Daly, who's young bloke, I think, went to Joey's. Laurie last year said he could play NRL now. He's that good, um, young Max Jorgensen. But you're saying that maybe he needs to um, get used to playing against the big boys.
2: No, I was just more interested to see how that would go because right. um, he only had just come out of school, so yeah. um, I'm sure it's obviously a big step up physically, and um, I was just interested to see how how that would go. And he uh, he sized that up and, and did well, so he's definitely ready. And um, yeah, and yeah, he's he's he is in the mix. I'm
1: not sure uh, you have to ask Darren about selections, but he he is in the mix. All right, well that's going to be a blockbuster next Friday, twenty fourth of February. Fletch, at, uh, we'll be out there in the box. Yeah, Waratahs versus Brumbies. I'll be, uh I might, be, might yeah. be at the Toddy's restaurant. In, yeah, yeah. thirty five bucks, oh, yeah.
0: thirty five bucks a schooner. Can't it, wait. Yeah,
1: oh, beautiful. it's something ridiculous. Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, Lockie. <laughs> uh, good luck in that match. Uh, we'll be, we'll be watching closely. The season's back. Yeah, cheers, lads.
2: Came to play Friday. I hope to see you out there. Good on you, Lockie. <laughs> Thanks, Lockie. No shoulder charges, mate. You know what happens
0: to your shoulder charges. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no Blow the waist now. Blow the waist.
1: Just, <laughs> uh, just jam him in there. There he is, the Waratahs. Lockie Lucky Swinton.
0: Welcome back to the best bits of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Now to Thursday, which means Matthew Johns. Well, this was so good.
1: We had to divide it up into part A. Ah, yeah, Fletch. We've got Matty Johns on the
3: line. Matty, you there? Missile. How you going, brother? Hey, Fletch.
1: Hello, Matthew. See,
0: now, yesterday, after I left you, um, yeah. you were going to start 75 oh. hard. Yes. Have you yes. started?
3: Is day one hard. Mate. Day one. Day, day, oh. day one. Okay. Day one. You know, the hardest thing in day one has just been drinking four litres of water. Correct. At the moment, I'm 2.8 litres, and I'm just trying to work out what they do with the other 1.2 litres. Go. Can you wash your hair?
1: <laughs> Make sure what? don't save it till before you go to bed, or your night's ruined. You'll be up pissing oh, all night.
0: No, but your body oh, yeah. gets used to it. Yeah,
1: it does, I tell you yeah. what, Maddie, I
0: was doing. I was chew, uh, chewing ice. <laughs> I, I started to chew ice um, from the free freezer. <laughs> yeah, not that. Yep, uh, uh, that seemed to work a lot to curb my hunger.
1: What's the yeah. What's the rules around oh, eating on this seventy
0: five hard? So you
3: got to go on a, on a diet, yeah. Maddie. What mm. diet are you on? Right, uh, I'm doing six small meals a day, and yeah. your recommendation: no white carbs. No white uh, carbs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if it's white,
0: yeah. it ain't right. Mm. Yeah. How
3: far are you off your playing weight at the moment, Maddie?
1: I saw you on Insta. You look like you're in decent shape. You're not oh, not much mate. weight to lose.
3: The trip to America doesn't do the weight a lot of good, Missile, as you'd like to know. Uh, Fletch went over. For he did a little sojourn across uh, the United States. Mm. I did the same. I had a couple of weeks over there and just basically every meal you have, it's just like, oh, man, <laughs> we ordered a nachos for entree and, like, half of Mexico turned up. <laughs> <laughs> it was like – it. then brought it over to the table and I was just mate, I had a panic attack. And, you know, you ordered your ma- mains as well and just came out where am I going to put all this? It, it was uh, – man. Is um, – would you – would you?
0: Uh, oh, the boys are back now, living with you. But when you um, were without the kids, would you cook at home every night? Was Trish or yourself?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Look, I, this is gonna. Like, I don't want you know people jumping over the top. Of me, at sensitive, mm. sensitive times. But Trish would. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's no, right. that's fair. For, for yeah. Yeah. yeah, for um, I mean, for for health reasons, I generally don't cook. i yeah. look, Miss I'll as Fletch'll tell you, I have very, very few fine motor skills. Mm. Um, I can't like. I'm not handy at all. Like, it's so embarrassing. A neighbor came over the other day, and Trish was... I was holding the fly screen, and she was nailing it in. It's just so embarrassing. So, no, not really my go. i you know steak in that, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, if you want a little bit of variation, but the seasoning is something a little bit different, then I'm not your man. So, yes, but... um yeah, but well, yeah, with well, the boys are. It does make a different flesh because the old, the younger fellas back here now. It certainly makes a difference to the dynamics of the house. Yeah, which you'll find out, you know, sooner rather than later. Yeah, it'll happen. Yep. Um. Yes. It the 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 children act as a, a, what you would say a cartilage between. You and uh, and the wife right. when they're no longer there, it tends to be a little bone on bone if you're not. Aware. Oh, okay. Uh. Have you
0: thought about uh, when the boys on well, they're back now? But when they do eventually move out full time, what about an exchange student? Because you can get. Uh, I had a friend Excellent. who I had a friend who who had a, a Korean yeah a Korean girl. Oh yeah. And, um, North Korean or South? South, of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're not the North Koreans. No, they go to Maryland's. And um, what happens is. It's a company, and they pay you certain amount of, of rent. And he was getting something like five hundred a week, and he wow. had to, yeah he had to supply his uh, Korean students. Serious? Yeah, he had, to, he had to. Shit, I
1: might take one at my yes, place. Yes,
0: you should. Mm. But you got to supply uh, everything,
1: food. Oh. Uh, alcohol, if they wanted. Do you have to teach them anything, or they just
0: no, they teach themselves? they coming. Yeah, they come out to here. But I thought it yeah. was a, it was a beauty. Yeah, I don't
1: well,
3: mind the, that. well, the beauty of our house is downstairs at our house is almost like another. Like it, it's downstairs has got a kitchen and and whatnot, so you could live. You have a person living downstairs, yeah. and we could live upstairs. The only thing is, I just find it like we've had people come and stay with us before, like. Um, People you don't know they're very very well doing a favour for a football club or something like that. Mm. I just find it awkward. Yeah, yeah. It's very get, hard to relax. But yeah. you get you get used to it.
0: Uh, her name is Meng. My friend's name Meng Liao. So Meng, yeah. if shout out to to Meng. That's if, a good fan of the show. You're a big fan. Yeah. Okay. It's
1: huge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're with Matthew Johns. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, great mm. savings every day. Maddie, I've been noticing uh, Trish seems to spend an unusual amount of time in Byron Bay. He's starting to worry yes. that she might have like a side piece up there or something.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've suspected it, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, you know, it's funny that she's just gone out. She's just gone to put the bins out. You know, like Trish sometimes goes. I'm thinking about going up, and seeing the girls at Byron again, and I pretend like, oh, okay, what you, you're going again? But really, I just go, oh. Yeah. How good. The moment she's out the door, <laughs> it's just, mate, straight down Pants to the Pants oh, <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you won't be doing that
0: for 75 days. Uh, Matthew, no. let's, let's talk. wait, is that part of it? What?
3: No, no bonking for 75 days. No no no, oh, no, 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 no. no, 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 Oh, no, no, mate, I was talking about having a beer missile. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what. Uh, Matty, what I've got to know about the missile, uh,
0: this is the first day in a long time. Missile is one towy human. come on. You should see it. Well, you know. I've, I've,
3: I've heard the stories about the Olympics and yeah. uh, the amount of uh, protection they hand out. Um, yeah, you can take the boy out of the, vill- the Olympic village, but not the Olympic village out of the boy. Um, what have we got
0: here? Hector's text through. Hector said he tried 75 hard, but he only made it to about 14 flaccid. Best of luck, Matty. You owe it to the triple XXX, X, triple XL shirts to whip yourself into shape after a big well, off season. Please start taking calls on
3: Morning Glory. Oh, Hector! Hector oh, Hector. right, the calls. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell Hector, may send the text through. Send the like we take texts. I just don't like, like, like we might take one or two. We've taken a couple, mm. but um, how do I say this? Uh, <laughs> You know, no. I when I listen to a radio show sometimes I'll 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 get there. Like for instance, I I'm, I'm I'll be listening to you blokes, right? Mm. And I'm entertained, you're having a good time. And then sometimes you'll take a caller and say, Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Mike on the on the phone. Hey Mike, how you doing? He goes, Yeah, going good, mate. Hey listen, how do you reckon the dragons will go this year? And I go, Oh mate, come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't we don't, know, We have you know, a text
0: yeah. here from a Mark who actually, actually. Can you ask Maddie what he thinks the dragons will go this year? Uh, all right, Matthew. Uh, St Helens. St Helens versus Penrith. So we were talking about this where the World Club Challenge coming up. We're mm. we, we're thinking that this, I think the line was twenty four and a half. We're yeah. thinking they're going to need all of that.
3: Yeah, they will. No doubt looking at the uh, like no Liam Martin, they wanted to miss him, but man, strong side. You know, like, I just can't see um, St Helens handling their yardage game and in turn, like, just yeah, you've got Nathan there that you know, his last tackle options. The other thing about like, okay, I, I think they're going to be a lot closer if you played at Alliance. but going, going to Penrith. Playing Penrith in Penrith doesn't matter, mate. You could, you can send the Melbourne Storm out to Penrith when Penrith are almost full strength, and you know you, Penrith will be the favourites. Let alone, you know St Helens and out of Penrith, a couple of things: uh, night football out, out, tough out there. Premiers, mate, hostile crowd, and it could be very, very hot. Yeah, forty degrees um, they're saying. Forty. Forty. Degrees. 40. <laughs> 40. Yeah, that's 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 a tough ask. I, I don't, know, mate. I. I They'd be doing very, very well to contain Penrith to less than a 24-point win. Mm. Uh, it's interesting with Penrith, um, you know, going for three, three comps in a row, which you put them up there. That would you would say that they would be the greatest side of the modern era. The last time who did it was 81, 82, 83, of course, um, Parramatta. But I remember the Broncos boys. Like it just shows you how hard it is to do that. Nobody has done it. For such a long time, I remember playing the Broncos in '94, and they won the comp, of course, '92, '93, and then playing them in '94. We played them about halfway through the year, and they were just a shadow of themselves. They were just they were just out on their feet. And I remember this, they played the semi-final. They got eliminated by the North Sydney Bears, and were watching them, they were just gone. You know, the petrol tank was on empty. You're playing. You know, you win the comp the first year. The second year, everyone's up for you to play you. Yeah, everyone starting to play representative origin and uh, you know long seasons. You're playing upwards of you know 35, 40 games, and then all of a sudden you're going to the third year, and they're even they're even keener to knock you over. So very, very, very tough. The only thing it, what goes in their favour is that I'm looking at the competition. I say, Rudder, who can realistically win it? And I reckon there's only a few sides. There, there's only there's only you know, maybe three, maybe four sides in my opinion that can win the comp. Then you've got a few sides that are on the next, the next tier down. But man, you've got a lot. That the majority of the competition sort of sits sits in the mid table. Mm. You know what I mean? You'll, there's so many sides in the competition where you'll say, "Right, up, where they're going to finish?" And you go, "Oh no, nah. somewhere maybe between you know eight and twelve Yeah. You know, that's so. That that's in their favour, but mate, it's a it's a tough ask, and particularly when you have a look at the Roosters boys, like the Roosters, uh, how they look. Although you know they're having a lot of trouble early in the season with injuries, but if they get those the injury concerns out of the way, the you know another year older for uh, Su'aleti, another year older for uh, for the young halfback Walker, um, you know, and Brandon Smith in the side, so. But mate, they're going to be hard to beat. The Chooks. Brandon
1: Smith's been out and about
3: yeah, yeah, around Bondi. We've got a bit, bit of, of yes. a bit of intel.
1: I Has think Cooper, does Cooper, Cooper come across the bridge to uh, see Brandon in Bondi? Uh,
3: he's gone over there a couple of times. Mm. He had a um, he, he had a bit of an afternoon out about a month ago with the boys. But Brandon he comes over here a fair bit. You know, he spends a bit of, bit of time over here. He um, he and he he and my wife Patricia, who is here, they. They get on like a house on fire. They just mm. sit and play Bananagrams for hours. And Brandon is a particular favourite of Trish. He's almost like part of the family. Yeah, so. Might get an invite to Byron if he <laughs> plays his yeah, cards right. Bananagrams
0: Yeah, banana <laughs> well,
3: good. yeah he'll, he'll have to fight off the other bloke.
0: Welcome back to the best of The Drive Home with Joel and Fletch. And as promised, Matthew Johns and
3: Part B. Hey, uh, <laughs> Matthew,
0: we saw Aaron Woods, uh, the hard-hitting Aaron Woods, come out and give it to Kalen Ponga saying, right. uh, yeah, he came out and said, you've got to grow up. You're the captain of the club, blah, 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 blah. You're 25. Uh, didn't mince his words. Mm. Yeah. How do you think, do you think maybe sometimes captaincy, it's, it can certainly help players. I've seen that with, mm-hmm. with players who like the responsibility. But if you're not a captain, I think they're forced it on him because he's their best player. Do you think they yeah. could maybe take the captaincy away from him? Because Looking from the outside, I don't think he's a
3: captain. Kalen is not a tradition. He's not a stereotypical footballer, mm. boys. He's almost like he's very left-minded, arty kid. I think, uh, and you're right. If you're looking for someone who's going to do a Chilean speech before the game, yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to be Kalen. Kalen's a bloke who. Um, is a captain who leads with brilliance, mm. inspires by just being able to do really, really special things. Jackson Hastings, yep. right, is going to be really good. For, he's going to be brilliant for for Kalen. because Jackson, whenever he goes to a side, Jackson, he wants to run the show. Yes, right? he wants the ball in his hands, and sometimes it gets up the other players' uh, playmakers' noses a little bit. We've yep. seen that, but mate, there'll be no problem with that in Newcastle. He's, a, you know that's exactly what they need. Saw him last week. You know, he, he um. Didn't get off to a bad start, uh, Jackson. But I think it, in the early season, I think as the season goes on, he, he'll be he'll be invaluable. He, he'll be he'll be a real asset. I, I, do you know last year, boys? I was chatting to a few of the Newcastle blokes you know, who I played with, and they were like, um, last season they're like, mate, do you think that they could be top four, Newcastle? And I said, mate. Unfortunately, pessimistically, I said I think my concern is they'll be fighting to get out of the bottom for, and due to injuries and a few things, that's how it turned out. They've trained really, really hard. The players look really fit, really determined. I, I think Newcastle are going to have, I think they're going to have a pretty good season. I, I can see, I can see them sort of up and around, like finishing anything from eight to ten. I think they, they're a smoker to slip into one of those bottom. Top eight spots.
0: Yeah, mm. I, I like I like Brayley. I think he's a yeah. I, make him captain. Yep. I, and you got Jackson there because Jackson doesn't mind standing on toes. I just from the outside looking in, and the meetings I've had with Kalen, he doesn't seem like he like standing on people's toes. He's not a toe stander. He's as such. he's,
3: he's made. He's such he's such a nice yeah. bloke. And like I said before, like he's he's a bloke that leads with actions and that can be problematic you know, if you've got a playmaker that leads with brilliance and like, you know him better than anyone uh, Fletch is that like it took Freddie a long, long time. Like I think Freddie hit the crossroads you know, around in the late nineties, um, early two thousands where he was able to win a competition with you blokes, but there was always a big question mark over Freddie's. Captaincy. Yeah. People saying, Oh, he's a brilliant player, but he's not really a captain. And he developed that captains have got to have, they've got to have that, that, Tough edge to him, And there have got to be a bloke who sometimes will put noses out of joint. Like, yeah. I remember, like, Chief, like, he, he was such a great captain. But sometimes Joey and I'd be carrying like a pork chop. And he'd just grab us and really pull us into line. I remember once we were playing a trial game. And we're sort of pushing the ball around the park and everything. And Chief, a quarter time, says, and the trial says, mate, boys, just pull it back Anyway. When Chief turned his back, me and Joey had a little bit of a laugh, and he turned around and caught us. And um, oh, mate, it was uh, it was like it was nearly a foot race. He he came <laughs> over like <laughs> mate, it was, but he was yeah that, that that was that was Chief's leadership. Chief was a such he's such a great bloke, but when it comes to the game and being able to pull the blokes into line, mate, he just he did it so well. And and then like, you know when we had Malcolm really, I mean those two blokes together. You know, everyone, everyone knew who the bosses were.
0: Better, better a clean man, as they say.
3: Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> Someone uh, on the opposite <laughs> end of the scale
1: to, to Kalen Ponga that uh, that caught my eye during the trials, Matty, was um, Josh Reynolds. Did you see that footage of him laying down the law in the dressing sheds before the Bulldogs trial? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I was surprised. We, we spoke about him on uh, breakfast one morning, and I was surprised at the amount of backlash from... Fans and supporters saying it was a waste of a top thirty spot at the Bulldogs, and they should have brought someone younger in. I think, mm. based off last week, he might he might get a bit of
3: time in first grade this year. Yeah, James. Well, the thing about it is with with players these days with the top thirty spot, a lot of I think a lot of clubs <coughs> they look at they look at players and they go for brilliance over leadership. Um, and there's not you know we're talking about Caelan before you know about is he really a captain, but I don't think there's a I don't think there's an enormous amount of pure captains out there mm. now, the dynamics of the game has changed I think I, I, I can't really put my finger on it. I think there's to an extent I, th- I think one of the reasons will be is it, it, it is is from it how long ago would it be now oh, 15, 20 years <laughs> is the demise of re- reserve grade? having, not having, you know, the first grade, reserve grade and under-21s. Because oftentimes, when I first started playing, like, went up from under-21s to reserve grade, or, you, you know, you get a couple of games up there. You, I was playing reserve grade alongside blokes that have played state of origin, like Mick McLean, and a couple of blokes that have represented New Zealand and Australia. And they just, you know, they taught you about leadership Knocking around those older blokes, the first grade, the reserve grade, and the under 21s at Newcastle, you would all train together on the same night. And you just, you you were just taught from those older blokes. Whereas once the, when it was just first grade, and and when they brought Holden Cup and Toyota Cup in, the clubs were just, you know, the clubs were just so, it was so young. And you just looked at it then, you're going, man, you know, it was, there was like less and less of the older blokes in the club there was like you know half a dozen of the older experienced blokes and the rest of them were just greenhorns just young fellas so i think that's i think that's a major reason why you don't see a lot of leadership in clubs at the player front
0: i wouldn't be surprised if it comes back your man uh, Peter velandos uh, mm. Valando as you like to call him he is a big supporter of having all three grades so well, was, yeah, he wants to yeah, was, he wants to have him back. If not, or, or at worst, reserve grade, like a legitimate reserve yeah, grade, yeah. like just following
3: exactly. As a,
1: as a fan, it was a better product. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got I, there I think early.
3: So. Yeah, I think so. I think you can. I think you can have, like, it just gets confusing. Like when you have got New South Wales Cup and and you go, right, what club is affiliated with Canada? Yeah, yeah, and yeah this that's, club that's and all. it gets murky. Just have first grade and second grade. Yeah, and. You know, in the second grade side, you've got to have a certain number of guys, you know, under twenty-three, or you know, however you want to do it. But you have to find a way to bring guys like you know, like Josh Reynolds in the club that have got experience and can teach the younger blokes. So that's what Josh. That's what Josh will, will bring. You know, he'll be able to bark at him, and the young fellas respect him. And yeah. you know, he's he's got a lot of experience. He knows how to train. You know, he, knows, he knows what success is. He's never won a competition, but you know, he's been in sides that have been firing and playing good, and he's been in sides mm. that have struggled. So, yeah, the older blokes, the older blokes, the, the, well, the impact on, on the older blokes in the squad is just underestimated. MJ, we started off the
0: show by talking about I got lambasted for riding my skateboard by my yeah. wife. She said, You're too old for that sort of stuff. So, yep. we opened it up to the listener saying, what, what are some things, what are some activities, or clothing, or a look? that sometimes you just can't get away with it at a certain age. Uh Miss Oth seems to think man buns aren't a great look. Yeah. Uh facial yep. piercings. Piercings if you get over you the know, age of twenty five. Yeah. Have you have you got anything that you would well, like to uh
3: to share with us? I had an experience uh, up at that town we've been talking a lot about mm. um, Byron Bay went up to see Trish and a, a new bloke and uh <laughs> <laughs> great fella. Anyway, we went up there and uh so, anyway, I, I'm, I'm attracted, right? You know, you get attracted to colours. I'm attracted to the colour green. When I see green, I've got to make sure, if I see an item of clothing, I look at it and I go, yeah, i want to buy that, and then go, oh, hang on, it's green. You know, because mm. I, I just buy things that are green. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. Anyway. Well, especially so in Byron, <laughs> there's lots of things up there you can buy that are green. <laughs> yes, and, yes, that's and right, and Fledged, Apples, and as stuff. you know. So, anyway, I'm walking past this store, and I see these pair of Adidas. I had them on yesterday. Pair of like Adidas. I like the Adidas shoes, and it had the green stripes on it. I went, "Oh yeah, how good's that?" Anyway, I looked at it, and I had to look up. And the store was a skateboarding shop, and I thought, "Oh no!" So I, I just didn't have the heart to walk in there. So anyway, I got Trista going and buying for me because I think when you get to a certain age, unless you're Tony Hawk, you shouldn't be seen in a skateboard shop. Oh, so what? What
0: you're embarrassed because you don't you don't get embarrassed very easily. What you were yeah. thinking? You don't want to go
3: in there because it's a skate shop. When I was a young bloke, I used to hear about people having a midlife crisis and go, oh, that'll never be me. Until you hit past 50 and you start to find yourself doing certain things and you go, mate, I can't do that anymore. Like I used to wear, like naturally, I'd wear sort of sand shoes and not dress shorts to a certain extent and socks. But then my boys started wearing socks and we go down to go to dinner and look, and we're almost dressed identically. So i I'd just have to go up and put a pair of thongs on. I'm mindful of that. Yeah, but you're a fun dad. Yes. You're a jovial dad. So you can, yes. get, you can get away with that. Well, that's the thing that's changed a lot, isn't it? Like, in age. Like, like my old man had me with his mum and dad about 18, something like that. So I remember once, I, I, I vividly remember this, it was New Year's Eve up at... Uh, up at the, the Caravan Park we used to go on holidays to, and as it was New Year's Eve and as it was hitting midnight Dad and his mates were sitting around and they were singing Meatloaf right and I'm looking at him and I'm thinking to myself oh my god I hope I'm never that old he was 28 right? <laughs> <laughs> and you have a look at some of the footballers like like you look at all the old pictures of the footballers like Stan Jurd and Bob O'Reilly and that and mate you know, nothing against the boys. I'd hate to have been listening to this, but Stan and, and the Bear, mate, they looked 50 when they were 22. Well, well, mate, you know
0: what spun me out? I was watching Cheers the other day and, you know, the TV show with Norm and Cliff, Cliffy yep. Cloven. They were 34 when that was filmed. What? Yeah, Norm was 34, so he was on for four or five seasons, whatever it was, so 34 to 40. I just remember looking mate. at him going, mate, when I was I know. Kid,
1: Old yeah. dudes, like we're we just generally uh, aging better these days. Nah, must be, yeah, must yeah. be. Yeah, it's a well, You told me for before sure. you were fifty-two. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have thought. Like, where's your receding hairline? Are your grey hairs? Fifty-one. Yeah,
3: yeah 51. 51. Well, i show where mine are. But yeah, people are. that. Like every single day, it's like we wake up, and there's someone who was part of your childhood has just fallen off the purse. I woke up this morning. Sophia Lorenz passed. Is she? No, go, no, geez. no. No, is it it? Yes, yeah, rac- rac- I know. Rochelle Welch, the
0: record. Ra- Ra- Raquel, oh, Raquel Welch. Oh, sorry. Is it Raquel Welch? Yeah.
3: Rachel. Oh, apologies to Sophia Lorenz. <laughs> yeah, no, right. no, sorry. no. <laughs> Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. I yeah. always got her confused. Sorry, no, Sophia's still kicking, I hope. <laughs> yeah, right. Bo Derek, is still going? Uh, she's around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are yeah, yeah. these
1: people, these supermodels from back in the day?
3: No, they're, but, they're but, actresses. But, oh, actresses. Okay. But what about um, like rock stars these days? Like, there's rock stars. I listened to an interview the other day with Iggy Pop, well, today, with Rick Rubin, and he's talking about, yeah, I'm going on tour and I'm doing this. And, uh, you know, I was out in the surf the other day, and I was sitting there going, mate, Iggy Pop must be, he must be mid-70s. And, like, back in the day, if you are in your mid-70s, you were sitting on the lounge with a with a blanket on your legs. Yeah. Like Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson from ACDC. Yeah. He'd have to be. He'd have to be almost in his late seventies. What about Angus Young?
0: What about Jimmy Barnes? What about your man Barnes, He'd be 60s. jimmy Mid-60s? Jimmy'd be pushing. He'd no, be more. pushing
3: seventy. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. He'd be pushing seventy. Like it's just, it's just so, it's so different. Maybe it's the Gary's Anyway, Matthew, we're going to let you go. we're gonna have to let you go. We're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to let you go back because I know you have got your NBA singlet on. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah mate. The green Adidas. You gotta be watching the uh, green
3: Adidas. Oh, the yeah. Bucks. Mate. The bucks. Oh, I love the bucks, mate. Yeah, you know, I'm in. Uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of the Aussie. Team Ingles. That's right. Ingles. 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 All right, mate. We'll enjoy
0: and uh, good luck with day two of seventy-five
3: day hard. Yes, and mate, tomorrow, Joe, the eighth immortal, uh, joins us for morning. Oh, morning. he's back. I didn't think he'd get a call yes. up for yeah. season and two. We, we've got the we've got big exciting news. Me and Joey last night went to Rocky Horror Picture Show go and see it it is outstanding Jason Donovan Plays Frankenfurter. Oh, I awesome. thought it was
0: Craig McLaughlin. Was the uh... Uh, no. was he no, the tra- no, no. transvestite? No, Sweet yeah. transvestite, mate, Yeah, mate. I think I think Does he's the he stand-in. Yeah. Oh, okay, so oh. he's not there. No, no. Not the
3: and no. mate, it was fantastic. Plus, like, I suggested to Joey sh- we should go dressed up. I was gurning up, and Joey turned up as riffraff. <laughs> it was awesome. You should have seen him go when the time walk come on <laughs> Oh, very <laughs> good. Ah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See you, oh, Matthew. Thank See you, nice boys work. Love Maddie joins us.